Okay. Tonight, we're going to be talking about moving forward. Moving forward. Let me pray and I'll explain this to you, okay? Uh, God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that your Holy Spirit would fill me up to pour me out. And that everyone in this room would have an extra measure of your Spirit on their minds and on their ears and their brains, their hearts. God, I just pray for your Spirit to do a work because this is very important stuff we're talking about. We thank you for it. Thank you for your word. Please help me to share it faithfully. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you. So, moving forward, okay? Regardless of your life, regardless of who you are, you as a person are always moving forward. Does time ever go backwards? No. Time is always moving which way? Forward. Great. Now, there are a lot of different illustrations we could give about, you know, getting caught up in the current and going downstream. There's all sorts of illustrations about taking steps backwards that are bad for you. And sometimes people feel like they're taking two steps forward and four steps backwards. That's not what we're talking about because the reality is that every person, regardless of their life, who they are, what they think, they're moving forward in a certain direction, okay? Now, when we think of this idea of moving forward, I want you to think of it this way. You're going forward on like a trail, right? Anybody been hiking? Who likes hiking? Okay. I like hiking. Hiking, you generally have an idea of where you want to go, right? Right? Okay, good, good. You're getting the idea. You're getting the idea. Well, life is a lot like that. Everybody hold up two fingers. Now say two. Okay. Good job. Two's going to come up a lot. Two's going to come up three times. <laughs> but two. Check this out. Skip this. There are two different types of people who walk on two different paths that are heading toward two different destinations. Who's been to Graveyard Fields up in the uh, parkway? Okay. How many trails are there at Graveyard Fields, Joseph? Four. There are four. That's right. Actually, I think there's three, now that I think about it. Three. That you start on. <laughs> Maybe there's two. I have no idea. I haven't been there in a long time. There's two. Oh, that's perfect. There's upper and lower. One trail will go to some lower falls, right, Ben? Another trail will go to a bigger falls, like upper falls. It's, it's crazy. But the point is, if you go on one or the other, you're going to end up in two different places. The same is true of life. There are two different types of people who walk on two different paths that are heading towards two different destinations. Now, let's start about this. The, the thing, let's start with this. The, the thing that separates the two 
in each of these situations is a person's response to Jesus. That's what determines what type of person you are, what type of path you are on, and what destination you are going to. Your response to Jesus. One of the types and one of the paths and one of the destinations is a result of submitting willingly to Jesus. The other one is one that rejects Jesus. Now, you probably have heard this because you all have grown up in the same culture. You've probably all watched mostly the same movies. There's usually a good guy in a movie, right? And then there's a what? A bad guy. There's a good guy and there's a bad guy. Generally, that's, what do they call it? Protagonist and antagonist. Okay. Now, when I tell you there are two types of people who are walking on two different paths, going to two different destinations, you might want to think good guy, bad guy. Is that person a good guy? Is that person a bad guy? If you're a good guy, you're going to go to the good place. If you're a bad guy, you're going to go to the bad place. Guys, that's not how this works. That is not how this works. Let me put it this way. Apart from Jesus, there are only bad guys. <laughs> and you're looking at one of them. I'm a bad guy. The guy teaching you is telling you, I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. I'm on one of those paths, but it's not because I'm a good guy or a bad guy. It's about how I've responded to Jesus. So let's talk about this. The first one, two different types of people. Well, in the Bible verses that we've read, these are what the two different types of people are. Paul and others like Paul. Paul's the guy writing this. And there are other people who are just like Paul. We've actually talked about them a little bit. Here's what he says, verse 17. Brothers, join in imitating who? What's it say? Me. me. Join in imitating me. That's Paul. And keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. People like Paul. I like to tell you this. This is the few. The few. You see, the thing about Paul is that he was not of the few at one point in time. In fact, he was out to kill the few. He was out to kill people who loved Jesus, submitted to Jesus. But then, when he was chasing Jesus' people, he ran into the person Jesus. And Jesus blinded him, and Paul submitted to Jesus. He just, he just let go of his life, gave it to Jesus. He finally understood what the Christians were talking about when they said Jesus died on the cross, Jesus resurrected from the grave. They un he understood it, and so he submitted to it. And there are not many people like that. I know there might be a lot of people in here, but we really are the minority in the world. Look at what else he says. Here's some of these people that are just like him. Remember we talked about this. I hope in the Lord to send you Timothy. 
And then verse 20, he says, I have no one like him. Remember, I told you a few weeks ago, it's rare to find someone who is sold out for Jesus. It's so rare. That's why we are the few. And I just want you to know, the few are not perfect people. Pastor Caleb is not a perfect purpose. Person. Pastor Caleb is not a perfect person. I'm not. Neither are the leaders in this room. We are not perfect, but we found someone who is. And that's Jesus. And we've submitted. So there's the few. These are Paul and people like Paul. Now let's talk about the other type of person. Everyone else! <laughs> that was loud, huh? Everyone else. Remember, this is not about good people and bad people. All people are bad. What defines these types of people is their response to Jesus. Look at what he says. For, everybody say it with me. Many. Say many. 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 Many of whom I've often told you and now tell you even with tears. Notice how he's responding to them. He's like, this breaks my heart. It breaks his heart because there's so many people that reject Jesus. And he also knows these people are going to convince other people to reject Jesus. It's just this endless cycle that has Paul like in tears. They walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. So those people like Paul... And people like Paul are the few. This is the many. The many. Everyone else. There are more Christ rejectors than there are Christ followers. If you don't understand that now and you get older and you think that your goal is to make this whole country look like a Christian country, guess what? We might have some good laws every now and then, but it's not going to happen. You can't make heaven on earth. That's why it's heaven. It's not earth. Only God can do that. He will do it one day, but it's not going to be by us transforming our society through laws and culture, all that. All right, sorry. Don't even need to tell you that because you're too young to understand. But here's the point. The many, the many, they all seek their own interests, not that of Christ's. Guys, Here's the reality. You are going to have more people in your life, more people in your life who are selfish, self-centered, and hurt you than you are people who are going to do good towards you in the name of Jesus. You are going to, hey, you're going to be let down a lot. I hope you know that. Landon says, yay, let me down. But you are going to be let down a lot because this world is full of sin. And people don't respond to Jesus appropriately. You will encounter more people influencing you for Satan than you will people influencing you for Jesus. This is the truth. Do not trust people on TikTok. Sorry. Do not trust people on Instagram. Do not trust people on Facebook, YouTube, on CNN, Fox News, whatever news they... Don't trust them. 
Everybody stinks. Everybody stinks. We all stink. I stink. The point is, there are more opportunities for you to be influenced for Satan because there are more people working with him than there are working for and with Jesus. So here's what you should do. Intentionally place yourself around those who you know are really wanting to follow Jesus. My hope is that that's you in this room. I hope that everyone in this room wants to know and follow Jesus. Yeah. Amen, <laughs> Sophie. Thank you. I know the leaders do because I've done background checks. <laughs> and I've called references. But seriously, the adults in this room, they love and want to know Jesus more. You, you should talk to them. Spend time with them outside of here and each other. But go with them too. Anyway. The relationships you're forming in this place in youth group are more important than the ones at school, guys. They really are. All right. That's the two different types of people. Now, two different paths. Two different paths. First path. The path of treasuring Christ. How do I know this is a path? And it's a treasuring Christ path. Well, look at what he says. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk, a, who walk according. See, he's walking. He's giving that image of a path, walking according to the example you have in us. Well, what is that example? Here it is. Paul says, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus. Paul told us earlier in this chapter that Jesus is better than everything else. That's the example he's talking about. I've suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish. Paul was willing to suffer for the sake of Jesus. This exemplifies to us what someone who treasures Christ does. So, this is the path of treasuring Jesus. I would just ask you, what do you treasure most? Do you treasure Jesus most or do you treasure your phone most? You get mad at me when I ask you to plug in your phone so you can plug into Jesus? Does that make you mad? Maybe you don't treasure Jesus. I'll tell you what. If I didn't need this thing to do what I'm doing and reaching you, I would throw it on the ground and crush it. I promise you. It would be a sacrifice. <laughs> but this thing is not as important as Jesus is and you are. Anyway. This is the path of treasuring Christ. Here's the other path. The path of treasuring earthly things. Look at what he says, verse 18. Many of whom I've often told you, they walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. So when they say Jesus, they say gross. I don't want that. They equate Jesus not with a treasure, but with something terrible. Because their God is their belly. Like, all they care about is filling this guy up. He's really talking about everything in your body. Like, your whole body. Like, you know what? My God is my belly. That means I'm all about getting money. I just want money. That's what I live for. Or, I'm all about getting girls. Forget marriage. I'm going after a lot of girls. Or, 
Man, I just love what it feels like to get drunk all the time. I don't care if it makes me angry and I hit people and I curse at them. I just want that. They glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. They have no idea that Jesus is better because they cannot get their heads out of this place that you live in. So, here's something I need to tell you though when we think about this. Earthly things aren't just the big bad things. Here's what I mean. The big bad things. When I was your age, I always thought the big bad sins that disqualified me from being a Christian were drinking and smoking and sex, all that bad stuff I'm not supposed to do. We're not just talking about the big bad. Yes, you guys should not smoke. I, you know, I don't even want to argue about whether it's old, like when you're older and you can do it legally. I'm not, I'm not even going to argue with you. I don't care. But you're under 18, so don't smoke a cigarette or any type of thing. <laughs> if it's illegal, don't do it. I'm just telling you, okay? Or getting drunk. It's not, I'm like, seriously, these are not the only things that Paul's talking about, these big bads. Because earthly things are also self-righteous religious things. What I mean is this. Paul talked about this earlier on. Look out for the dogs. Those who mutilate the flesh. Remember, this was a religious activity that made them superior to other people. He said, this is bad. This is not what following Jesus is about. If you have any confidence in your flesh... Like, oh, I checked off my box. I read my Bible today. I'm better than Joyce. Oh, check this box. I didn't drink, but I know Joey over there is getting drunk. I'm better than him. This is no. Hey, guys, Jesus hates religion just like you do. He hates it. He doesn't want any bit of it. What he wants is your heart. So it's not just the big bad things. It's also thinking that Doing the big bad things is good, or not doing it's going to make you better than everyone else and earn God's love. That's also, look, look there's path. Think of the path. You got, who's, who's been over to the greenway? All right. Yeah, imagine you're walking on the greenway. You got on your left, you got some room over here to walk. You got stuff on the right to walk. The point is you're on this path. On one side of the path, imagine that is doing the big bad things. And on the other side of the path is not doing the big bad things, but being so confident in yourself because you don't do them. It's still the same path. And it's still going to the same place. So, here's the reality. The path of treasuring Christ is narrow while the path of treasuring earthly things is wide. It's wide because you can fall on this end of it with the big bads and you can fall on this end with not the big bads. And you're still in the wrong place. But except the other path, the path of treasuring Jesus is narrow because it says no to everything else. And it says yes to Jesus. So here's what you should do. Daily confess your weakness and pride to God and ask Him to help you treasure Christ above these earthly things. 
And also, confess your weakness and pride to the people in your life who you know want to follow Jesus. You don't have to write this down. It's a lot, and I'm going to go really fast. Ask them for prayer. Ask other people to pray for you. Ask people to help you set your eyes on Jesus. All right. Here's the two different destinations. The first one, you guessed it. Everybody say it. Heaven. Yay. Heaven. I want to go to heaven. Everybody wants to go to heaven. Heaven is the good place. (laughs) Our citizen, this is what Paul says. Paul says our citizenship is in heaven. That's so Paul's saying when you come to know Jesus, the place you're headed, you you have responded, you become the type of person who who um, responds in faith to Jesus. You're on the path of treasuring Jesus, and you're headed to a place that you already have a green card for, or a citizenship for, or a driver's you know your home state. It's got North Carolina on it. Yours has heaven on it, and that's where you're headed. It's already been bought and paid for, but don't be tempted to think you're the hero who bought and paid for it. You didn't pay for this green card, this citizenship, this license that has heaven on it. You didn't pay for it. You're not the hero. Jesus is the hero of heaven. Look at what he says. We're waiting a savior from heaven. He's, that's where Jesus is right now. He's our Savior. He bought our entrance, our citizenship to heaven with His blood on the cross. And He returned to heaven. Ow, that hurt. And He's coming back for you. You're not the hero. Jesus is the hero. And the point of right now for us is that Jesus, though He's given us the ticket, He's given us the card, the citizenship, He's making us fit for heaven. Look, He's going to transform our lowly body to be like His glorious body. So this place you're going, this path you're on that's taking you here, the whole point of the path that's really hard sometimes is to make you more fit for heaven and then eventually Jesus is going to complete that work. So Jesus is the hero of heaven coming back for you and getting you ready. So that's the good that's the good destination. Here's the bad dist- destination. Destruction. Some people call it H E double hockey sticks. Oh my goodness. You know you can say the word hell in church because it is a real place. It's a very bad place. I don't want anyone to go there. But this is the destination of people who when they look at Jesus, they are grossed out and they reject him. I hate, I like this is the worst part of telling people about this because this is not fun to tell people. How many of you want to tell people this? (laughs) No, I don't either. But this is what it says. All those whom we're weeping over, we're crying over, people who made Jesus their enemy, their end is destruction. Their end is destruction. I could go into more about that, and I, I will in just a moment. I'll, read, I'll show you another verse that's important to know, but here's the reality. 
Heaven's hero Jesus, Jesus earned heaven for humanity even though every human has earned death by their sins. The bad destination is the one I deserve. I deserve destruction. I deserve hell. But Jesus has earned heaven for me. This is Romans 6.23. The wages or what you earn from sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So, if this, all this is true and it is true, here's what we should do. Believe Jesus and receive God's free gift of eternal life. So here's my opportunity for you today. I don't know where you are with Jesus. I don't know what type of person you are. I don't know what path you are on. I don't know your destination. All I know is this. We all deserve destruction because we're all born as the type of people who love sin and don't want Jesus. We're all on the same path with our God as our bellies, but Jesus is willingly and lovingly offering us a better future. And so everybody needs to respond to that. And how do you respond if you... Like, here's... Yes, yes, Jesus. If you want Jesus, just tell Jesus you want him. Jesus, I want you. You could pray that after we get done here. Or if you want to talk to me about it, you could talk to me. I'll talk to you about it. So, just to summarize, look at that road. There are two different types of people who walk on two different paths that are heading towards two different destinations. My friends... I love you guys. I really do love you guys. Thank you. You're moving forward no matter what. What are you moving towards? That's my question. John says Jesus. Yes, okay. Great. All right, let's pray. Let's pray. Uh, Father, I pray right now that you would take your word that um, has been spoken. I just know, Lord, I... I'm not the best teacher, but I know your word is a, be- is a better teacher. And I just pray that all the Bible verses we read and your spirit would do a work on all these kids and that they would come to know and love and treasure Jesus.